Welcome to Equip This Church, Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Jason Sargent. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Yeah, good morning, good morning. Welcome to those joining us online this morning, those who are here. Uh, last week, uh, along with my um, awesome family, our wife Tammy and kids Sophie and Jeb, we were through in uh, Equipers Timaru, uh, and you know, they're doing awesome things there, got an awesome team. Um, I just encourage you, let's keep on praying uh, for Equipers Timaru during our week, during our days, because um, they're doing phenomenal things there. So good. Hey, um, I just want to quickly share a little bit of a, a testimony. You know, Pastor Will, uh, the team mentioned before about, you know, it's just a moment, just one moment with God, that, that God can do incredible things in those moments. And, you know, we've been on the Gifted and Grace series, and, and over the last couple of weeks, we heard some amazing messages from Pastor Desiree and Pastor Will. And, you know, if you haven't heard those messages, I encourage you to, to go and, and seek them out online, seek them out on YouTube. But, but just over the last two weeks, uh, just through, through two of those messages, and I think it's, it's about how you come, come into church. And if you come and you're like, God, show me some stuff, help me with some stuff today. And, and came in with, with that, that belief and that our God can do the impossible. And, and, and during those messages, just highlighted some stuff in my life where, where I've been holding on to just some fears over, over some things that had, had, had been said many years ago. But, but it, I'd held on to it and, and it was done to affect some of the stuff that I was doing now, and, and through, that, through that moment with God, you know, it brought freedom, and, and then over this last week, being able to do some more unpacking of it with a, with a counselor that I catch up with, and just, just to be able to unpack that stuff, because, you know, I believe who the sun set free is free indeed, and, and that's a promise that, that we have to keep on pursuing, a, a promise that we have to keep on going after, because cause the thing is, we, we never actually, if we think of it like a goal, if we think of it like, oh, we've arrived, well, the thing is we never arrive, we keep on growing. And, and so I encourage you, just, just keep, keep open to, to what the Holy Spirit is, is pointing out to you. And even today, uh, I encourage you just, you know, what, is, what are you saying to me in this message, God? What are you saying as we open the word today? Go after freedom. Go after freedom. But yeah, as I say, we are continuing our Gifted and Grace series this morning. Uh, and and just, to, uh, just to recap what our scripture, our key scriptures are for this. The first talks about our motivation, what we often refer to as our motivational gifts. These are, these are the gifts that, that kind of, it's how we are, it's how we are wired, it's, it's kind of how we think, how we do things, um, just how we go about life. We have different gifts, so Romans 12, 6 to 13. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. 
I love that so many reminders in that, that scripture that there are many gifts, that it's about love, it's about, it's about serving from a place of love, it's about practicing hospitality, it's about loving on one another, it's about knowing what our gift is and doing that to the best of our ability, the best that we can. Our second scripture, it talks about the man, what we call the manifestation gifts, and then these are gifts that the Holy Spirit may use at any moment uh, to, to bring ministry, to bring breakthrough uh, for somebody. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of the one and the same Spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines just as he determines. There's so many gifts, so many, so many ways to, to work, so many ways to serve. But the one God, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to serve him, to bring glory to him. The message that God's placed on my heart this morning is a pretty simple one, that I'm gifted and graced to be me. Gifted and graced to be me. You are gifted and graced to be you. You see, what I want to, one of the things I want to talk about this morning is, is this thing called comparison. You know, as I was, I was looking into and researching into, into this message, one of the things I found out is that, that many studies have shown that uh, across our life we spend 10% of our thought thinking about comparison, thinking about how I compare to that other person, how I do this compared to that other person, how I look compared to that other person, how I serve compared to that other person. And, and, and I think the, the danger, right, the danger of comparison is that, that it starts to, starts to limit us. Because, because when we compare, we start to think that, man, what I've got isn't worthy that my con contribution doesn't matter, that my contribution isn't as significant. Or, or, or the alternative, we start to, well, man, if that person, they, they're doing an amazing thing, and well, if I just do it exactly like them, if I try and be exactly like them, and all of a sudden we're, we're putting on, on this, this way of doing things which, which doesn't fit us, that it's not, not according to the gifts that we have been given, not according to the grace that we walk in. You know, it, it's... Pastor Hannah shared in, in communion this morning, you know, it's simple, to be me and to stay in my lane. Be me, stay in my lane. So I remember as a, as a kid growing up at about the age of 10, I went along to this St. John youth camp and there was this leader there and he would have been probably about 23, 24. And, and I remember he had these really cool basketball boots. And he, he seemed like a pretty cool leader. I was like, man, I, I just want to be him. 
If I was him, life is going to be better because all these people are laughing at his jokes and all these people following him around and all these people following what he said. It's like, man, I just need those, rug, those, those basketball boots and then I'll be right. Never quite got the basketball boots. But, but you know, 12 years later, here I was leading at a St. John youth camp. I didn't have the basketball boots. But, it, but it's about, realize that it's not about the basketball boots, right? And it's not about trying to, trying to be the same as someone else, not trying to replicate what they would do, not replicating how they look, but about knowing who I am and about being confident in that. And that's what we want to go after today. That I'm gifted and graced to be me. You are gifted and graced to be you. You see, one of the things I love about equippers is that, that we, we have a belief, we have the heart to see our city saved. But here goes the thing, if we're holding on to comparison and, and we're letting that comparison limit us because, because either we're holding back or we're trying to do it the exact way someone else is doing it, guess what, we're not going to see a city saved because, because that's not how God created this world. That's not how he created his kingdom. It's not how he intended it to function. And we're going to explore that today. Because I see the thing about comparison is that it opens the door for the enemy to, to bring in lies. Lies about us. Lies about who I am. Lies that I'm not good enough. And so today I want to, I want to bring some truth to that. So the best way I know how is to, to go to the scripture, to go to the truth. And so this morning... We're going to share some truth from the scripture. I'm going to share about some, some people in the Bible who are confident in who they were and the significant things they did with that, and then share some, some testimony, and then, and then we're going to move to a moment where we're, we're just going to let God minister to us, let the Holy Spirit do what He wants to do in this moment. Is that good? Cool. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you that it's the truth. I thank you that we can turn to it. Lord, I thank you that you created each of us to, to be an individual, that you created each of us uniquely, that you created each of us for a, for a particular moment, for a particular person, for a particular moment in time, for a particular place. And Lord, as we, we get into your word this morning, would your Holy Spirit just highlight to us? Would your Holy Spirit remind us that we have been gifted, that we have been graced to be ourselves. And that in doing that, that our contribution, Lord, that, that you see it as, as significant, that we know it to be significant, that we step into all that you have called us to without fear of and insecurities, without thinking that we need to do it the exact way someone else would do it. But Lord, that we come to you that we follow you, Jesus. Amen. See, the first scripture that, that tells me that God created me to be, to be me, that he gifted and graced me to be me and gifted and graced you to be you, I found in Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. You know, if we go back to the earlier translation of that, the, the Greek word uh, for that handiwork or workmanship was poema. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Uh, but, but basically what that meant is that it's the most creative effort possible. 
And, and so basically what this is, is saying is, is that we have been created using the most creative effort possible by God. Creative means to, to do it, you know, not uniformly, but, but to uniquely for a particular moment, for a particular good works that he had planned ahead for us to do. So when he created us, when he gifted us, when he leads us into our grace, he knows exactly where we're going. He knows exactly what we're going after because he created it all for us to do. We've been individually crafted by God. You have been individually crafted by God for specific works that he had planned long, long ago for you. Another way of putting it is found in 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 21. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have, been, have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would it be if it only had one part? Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. Three key thoughts I, I want to share from the scripture this morning. That, that God has placed the parts of the body. That, that in, in creating the body and in creating us, the church, he has placed the part specifically where he intended them to be. You have been placed specifically where God intended for you to be. Maybe that's down at the university on campus. Maybe that's in your workplace. Maybe that's in the school. Maybe that's on a sports field. Maybe it's here in church. But, but wherever God has placed you, it is not just a coincidence that you're in that place at this moment. You're there for a purpose. You're there because God cra crafted you. He designed you to be in that place based on your gifts and according to the grace that you walk in. Design the body parts for, for specific functions. He, he didn't want us to be just one big ear. And we wouldn't be able to smell. We wouldn't be able to taste. No but, no, but he didn't want us to, to all be people who could play the drum. We can't all play the drum. I know this. But, but he, you know, the, the, the contagious moles that you see from the hosting team. You know, he specifically crafted each of us for a specific purpose, for a specific time, for a specific place. And there are many parts. And the many parts rely on all of the parts. So, so we need one another. We need each other to make it happen. We're not going to see a city saved if we're, if, if, if we're holding back. If we're holding back because we think that someone else's contribution is more significant, more important in this moment. No, maybe you're the person that's going to reach that person. 
Maybe the person that you're currently comparing to isn't going to be able to reach that person that you will reach tomorrow. The person that you'll be able to have a conversation with. The person who you'll be able to encourage. The person you'll be able to prophesy over. The person you'll be able to serve. The person you'll be able to bring God's love to. See, I think about Heart Week last year. It wasn't awesome just to, as a church to go out and, and bless and love on our city. But it, t- but it took a community, it took, a, it took the church to do it. And all the unique gifts and skills and abilities and graces that are within the church. See, see some, some were good at building. And so they were able to go and build stairs at, at the kindergarten that kids are now able to sit on and have their lunch on. Some were good at moving mud and rocks. And so they moved mud and rocks. Some were good at, at connecting with young adults. And so they went down onto campus and, and hung out down there and gave away free stuff. Some of us were good at making dinners, so made dinners for those families at the kindy. Some were good at creating an awesome kids event, and so they created the color party. But here goes the thing, it was each of us working according to our gift, according to our grace, not comparing to the person next to us. Because if that had happened, who knows, the, the, the stones would have never got moved. If I was looking over, oh man, I need to be like Pastor Will and, and build, this, build the stairs the way he does it. He goes, I think I'm not gifted or graced for that. But, but if I do what, what I can do, my contribution, then it all goes towards seeing significant things happen. Love being brought to this city. God has gifted and graced me to be me. He has gifted and graced you to be you. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. We, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, and in everyone, is the same God at work. We have different gifts. We have different ways of serving. We have different ways of working, but one God that we're doing it for. So good. I want to turn to, to a couple of people in, in the Bible who, who were confident in who God had created them to be, what, how he had gifted them, how he had graced them. So looking first at, at 1 Samuel 17, and many will know this as the account of David and Goliath. And I'm going to pick up at verse 32 this morning, but just as a quick recap. So, so David had, had gone out to uh, the battlefield uh, to take the Israelite army where his brothers were, were serving there and uh, to take them some lunch. And while he was there, he came across uh, Goliath, this giant, the Philistine, and started talking and, and found out that, that this giant had been coming out for 40 days and tormenting this army, declaring over the army that you'll never beat me. But David knew that, that he had a gift, that he had a grace, to, to, to trust in God and to know that God can bring him through even what seems like the impossible. And so, so picking up this account between David and King Saul at the time. So David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Saul replied, you are not to go against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, and he has been a warrior from his youth. 
But David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Come on, some of us need to hear that this morning, that, that it's not about whether or not we're going through a particular way of school, and not whether we're going through a particular way of training, not whether we're, we're, we deem ourselves qualified or not. It's about what God has gifted us. It's about the gifts that we are operating. It's about the grace that we're walking in. That we're not unqualified. Carrying on, sorry. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag, and with his sling in his hand, approached the Philistine. Not to be a spoiler alert, but, but that day David went on to, to take down Goliath. But, but let's look at, there are two moments in, in that. No, we don't need you. Sorry. I can do this one myself. Sorry. Two moments. One in, in that comparison of, you know, you're not going to be able to do it because you're not like these others. And then, well, if you are going to go out and do it, then you need to be dressed exactly like me. Come on, we don't have to be exactly like someone else. We don't have to be trained and, and, and developed the exact same way that someone else has been. That, that we just need to know that we have been uniquely made for this moment. That, that David had already knew what the, the faith to, to go out and take on this Philistine. And that's what he was relying on. It wasn't about comparison with, with Saul or the rest of the army. If you read on, then you find out that, that Saul starts to compare himself to, to David and things don't go too well from that point on. But, come on. Let's know today that we have been gifted and graced to be me. You have been gifted and graced to be you. Next story I want to pick up this morning is from Luke 8, and it's 1 to 3. After this, Jesus traveled from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household. Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. So I want to highlight these three women to us. Mary, Joanna, and Susanna. Now, at the time that, that this was written, that, 
it, it kind of wasn't normal for, for women to, to be out in, in these types of roles. They're, they're, thankfully, society has, has moved on from that and, and things are getting better, but you know, th- this wasn't normal. So, so those women, if they'd been looking over at other women, it's like, well, just a minute, am I doing what they're doing? Oh, maybe I, oh, should I? Oh, there's a, there's a boldness, there's a confidence in who they were, who, how they've been gifted, how they've been graced. They're also individually different. They're, they're from different backgrounds. Mary had been healed of, of many demons. The, the, the commentators suggest, you know, that that would have indicated that she had come from quite a broken life. She'd been healed by Jesus, but, but she wasn't coming from the same background as these other two. That, that Joanna, as a wife of Jews, who's one of the, the king's officials, would have come from quite a privileged background. And so, so each of the three women had different offerings, different, different things that they could do for Jesus. But they, even though they're all different, they all did what they could according to their means. And through doing that, that, that Jesus was able to advance his ministry, that he was able to go out and do what he was there to do, to bring healing, to bring wisdom. Come on, what are the things that, that we have been gifted, what are the things that we have been graced with, that we can come and that we can serve with, that we can give into the kingdom so that, so that the kingdom may grow, so that more people may be reached by operating how, how we have been gifted, how we have been graced. Get the team to come up and join me. Because if we're going to reach a city, if we're going to reach the people who are yet to be saved, it's going to take each of us. That the person that, as I say, who you'll speak to tomorrow, I won't get a chance to speak to. Pastor Will won't get a chance to speak to. Because it's in your workplace, it's in your school, your sports field, university, polytech, according to your gifts, according to how you have been graced. Because each of us have a specific gift being made a specific way according to his handiwork for the work that he had before us. Some of you know about my, our family's story with Sophie, our daughter with there's some hard things going on and there's been times when, when there's been a lot of doubt, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety in our lives. Where we've been in need of encouragement and support. And to see so many friends around us. Some of those friends, you know, we're up in at Starship and 
They came and sat with us for most of an afternoon to encourage us, to pray. Friends who, who when we came home and brought meals over. Friends who have prophesied over Sophie, prophesied over our family. Friends who have sent encouraging messages and texts and phone calls. But each, each one different to the next. But through each one brings faith, brings hope, it brings love. No contribution from any one of our friends is any less significant. And there's definitely no need for it to be the same as the other. Never underestimate how God's going to use you. Never restrict what God's going to use you to do. Because you have been gifted. You have been graced to be you. Just like I've been gifted and graced to be me. So if it's to prophesy, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's to serve, then serve. If it's to teach, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's to give, then give generously. If it's to lead, then do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, then do it cheerfully. And so, so in this moment, what's what's the Holy Spirit saying to you? What things do you need to let go of? What chains need to be severed in this moment? The things holding you back. The lies that that the enemy's got in. So if you'll stand with me, please. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.